this issue on Homo Superior. It was so dumb. Why are we not talking about the fact that Nick Fury's a scroll? Wow. What? Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, the only podcast powered by a weird engine. Issue 291, I'm Kalen. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. This week, are you having trouble sleeping? Do we have the trick for you? It's episode five of Sleepy Invasion. <laughs> and with the help of Proteus and X-Men, the animated series, we roll out our weekly theme, Scottish Accent Scottish Week. Scottish accent. Everyone has to do a Scottish how are, accent. How did you do Indian and Russian <laughs> And I don't know what in the same <laughs> sentence. Scottish yes, I'm in Soviet Goa. <laughs> I can't really do one. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, Kaylin has a bunch of Miss Marvel news because Clark isn't here. Then it's the issues and then the dessert on this whole meal we're eating mm. called plugs. But first, housekeeping. All right. We've got FlameCon coming up in mid-August. It's the weekend of August 12th and 13th in New York at the Sheraton Times Square. Yours truly, that's fl- uh, that's Flamecon, that's Homo Superior, your favorite podcast, hopefully your favorite podcast. They're we, listening to it. We have <laughs> a panel on Saturday afternoon. We have a panel. We have a panel. panel. <laughs> we have a panel. And that's all we're going to do on this panel, <laughs> is that song over and over again. Uh, it's titled X Games. We're going to play some really fun games. The we're return some- of the X, X Games, Games 2. two. The sequels back. are always better, baby. Electric. Bugalo. No, that's true. Think of Empire. Think of the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Think of Winter oh, Soldier. Think of Winter Soldier. Guardians of the Galaxy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the second anyway. one. Yeah. We're going to have some special guests, which no, we'll announce we it, soon. And Juliet, too. <laughs> <laughs> Where they fuck as zombies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's my housekeeping. And Romeo and Juliet? Come to FlameCon. Come see us. Come hang out with us. That's it. We'd love to see you. That's great. Uh, we'll all be in cosplay, by the way. Ooh, yes. Yeah. What are you going as? Oh, should, well, do we want to reveal? No. Or do, well, okay, I'm going as. I, do a subtle description of it. Maybe leave it a surprise. My character's Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's I, wait, can you, can you give me another hint? I couldn't. No, I couldn't. <laughs> but that's. Wait, 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 wait. I couldn't. Was I, that really I, your. I could not think of anything other than his name. And like the second you say, he's made of metal, it's equivalent to saying. Yeah. He's Russian. <laughs> Russian. Killed uh, his girlfriend. I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. Was one of the Phoenix Five. It could have been like, that. I actually do prefer his later work. <laughs> yeah, when he murders purple ladies. Currently <laughs> controlled by um, a Russian. Book I will editor. be doing something chaotic. And very crazy, which I've never seen at a con. Part of it our is ugly or, as fuck. And you've never been chaotic ever in your life. I know. So I'm going to try something different. Your, yours is, can I say that it's tied to March Madness? Yeah. I was gonna Mute, say. Madness, <laughs> Mute Madness? Mute Madness? Also March Madness. Yeah. So I'm going to be I'm gonna be handing out basketballs to everyone. They're signed by, you know. Oh, you're the <laughs> Wake Forest Grizzly <laughs> <Like> you know. <laughs> Um, I am doing one of my favorite X-Men. I'm doing Cyclops. What about you? Nature Girl again. I wish. It's really such a big How many times did you do Nature Girl? A lot, bitch. Do you not know how expensive that costume costs? $50. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the deal. Adam has done Nature Girl more times than Nature Girl's appeared in the (laughs) (laughs) X-Men. People love it. Uh, No, I will be going with... A thinker. Mother Goose. Not a stinker, right. <laughs> Mother Goose. Uh, 
Now, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but I did do a lot of Amazon shopping, and this album is fucking cool. Cool. Keep your eyes open, bitch. Let's move on to MCU Next TV, our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week, we've got episode five of Secret Invasion, and as always, continue our coverage of X-Men the Animated Series. Secret Invasion episode five, following the death of Talos, the penultimate episode sets the stage for the final conflict between Gravik and Nick Fury. What are we thinking about it? What about this? What about this Avengers DNA? The harvest Mm. is what the episode was called. And that's what it was. Did this make any fucking sense? So they, uh, someone just was out there and they gathered all of their blood. So in theory, they would have Thor. They would have, I guess, Tony. So it's smart blood. Who knows? Um, And then (laughs) they specifically mentioned Carol, though. So I yeah. think that has a little bit more. I mean, to this it. this is basically the plot point of a Justice League of America comic where Batman came up with ways to like take down the Justice League. It's almost like Nick Fury took the blood of these folks to ultimately they do didn't something really with them. Explain why what he was going to do. He just likes blood. He likes collecting well, blood. So Stan Lee's blood. blood. They would use that in the uh, nuclear machine they've got that gives Super Scrolls their power. Well, yeah, no, I mean, I know but why did he? Why did Nick right. Fury is, do of it? all the people to approve it or do, like? Do you think someone was there squeegeeing the floor at Endgame? I, I like, that, a, I would love to, to play me, that role. It makes, in the, it makes tons of sense. Try and collect as much information you have well, on these yeah. people, just in case you can develop weapons. So you them. you freeze all the cum that ends up on your map. Does my cum fly through space yes. almost at the speed of light? Yeah, it does, baby. Because that's why I save it. Hullbridge, <laughs> <laughs> um, baby. But I do think so. Carol was in the military, so they would have her DNA. But how much but blood maybe, are they collecting and having to siphon it's through? It's probably her blood before all of that, though, right? Before no, she no, got, no. It's when she got. It's a, It's all supposed to be from the cleanup of Endgame, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, after, when so when she came back, Earth down, was attacked. I'd I hate believe. to see that mop. That's what I mean. Like it's just I want to be that mob. What kind of? I mean, pretty much everyone that died or really took blows, besides like Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. Like none of the heroes seemingly got hurt when they came back, based on the fucking movie. They still bled some. I mean, to be real, some bled off. It'd be hard to find your their blood. No, it's after the battle. They just get a paper cut. Ow, fuck! I think it's just dripping around. That we're focused on this part is weird to me. I agree. Because it's the fucking end. Ep show MacGuffin is the stupidest fucking idea I, of why you're bringing. Why are you bringing it to Gravik? Okay, can I just? Say, I hate this show now. Yeah, a, yeah, Adam has finally come over to our side. Finally, Adam, you were the holdout. You were like, this show is not so bad. I knew it was going to be one I episode. I still want to know what's going to happen, what? but it's so. This episode was still wonderful because of Olivia Coleman, but it, it was so dumb. Why are we not talking about the fact that Nick Fury's a scroll? Wow. What? Sorry, just, is that your theory? What theory? No, no. This like, podcast didn't come that, out. No, Rent that, just dropped some <laughs> truth bombs. Do, you, on do us. you think that was implied in that that cemetery conversation? Yes, I it, think it wasn't could, just implied. He like it was imploded. She, she goes really. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Did you take that away, Kalen? What do you I think? did not take that away. Uh, I to be fair, Olivia I want to make this very clear. Yeah. I did fall asleep and have to rewatch this. <laughs> he opened up three coffin compartments to pull out his equipment. Do you think a scroll would do that? But he's he's been a scroll the Wait, whole time. He's where is he then? So basically, after at some point after the Nick Fury discovered all the scrolls, or maybe he already was a scroll. I don't know. I don't think that he could have been a scroll. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so what, ha- what happened in that conversation at the so cemetery? So she said. So he said. 
scrolls. He said, she said. We, they like, well, he basically said, we like to come to <laughs> party. <laughs> we like to party. No, no, no. He said something to the effect of like, we uh, like we, winter. We, we, me and her came to Finland mm-hmm. because we like blonde people and cold weather. Mm-hmm. And so he went there and said, I wanted to be buried here because scrolls like cold weather. Yeah. That doesn't imply he is. That implies that maybe she is. Well, a scroll, Olivia right? gave a knowing look and then he gave a knowing look. That's just her back. look. I don't think so. Look, do you I'm, think you're maybe wrong about this? No. Okay. Because do you think? But also, do you think in theory, if he was a scroll, wouldn't it, at the end of this episode, the biggest reveal that they could do was show him as being a scroll? But they well, didn't do it with they didn't do it with Rhodey. So it's well, that's what I think. What's who gonna, is directing this? What I think what's going to happen? Well, first of all, there's like too many plot threads going on without too enough many, time to actually do anything with them. But they are. There's the idea that obviously they're going to go assault. The area in the next episode, Russia, where yeah. right where they have the humans that have been kind of captured, so there is like rumor mongering of like who would be there that would be a surprise. Could see it being Nick Fury, but it it does a disservice to the character though. Then because this entire season's been about him getting his groove back, yeah. But that Nick Fury for like the the vast majority of the time has been a scroll Nick Fury. So pre Iron Man. But post Carol Danvers, he was replaced by a scroll. But don't you think he, he could be referring to his just his wife? I think it's about his wife. I don't think I don't think he's a scroll. Fine, my, shoot him in the hand. My we'll point about all of the reveals in any of this is that none of them feel impactful. Exactly. I'm more on the side that Fair. maybe uh, Ever, uh, Everett Ross is like a maybe he really has been a scroll forever. If Rhodey has been a scroll for who knows yeah. how long, like if talent, like a the biggest one of the biggest failings of this show, for someone who cares so much about these characters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, of course, Talos and Maria Hill received no post grieving process for them. Yeah, where was their funeral? That's well, they buried. Very, that's they buried. I mean, there was a nice. I actually like the Vara Gaia burial stuff, but it's just so. I that's what the part that's missing. Like Nick Fury is just like running through these things, and it's sort of just if for a show that's supposed to be up this fucking character and a deep dive on his journey, it's a little bit weird that he doesn't get more conversation about the things that are happening when they were like basically platonic lovers the entire seat like show. I want to talk about Sonia. Sonia. Okay. What, you, what were you going to say, Ryan? Sonia Morgan from Real Housewives of New York. Formally. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You were about to say something. Bring though. her up. No, I I think this show suffered from production problems so much because it's very pi- piecemeal. So, like, Agreed. when you see Olivia, uh, Olivia Coleman and Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> uh, interact, it should be more captivating but they probably had one day on set or two oh, days on set and so they're call. cramming all of yeah. these big celebrities together when he meets Gaia as well they're cramming that in it's a lot of single shots because so they have the time to not you, deliver you the can line. see that they they are that's a really good point the train scene with Ben Mendelsohn and Samuel Jackson or absolutely like, these same two thing. are not yeah <laughs> they're, they're like not, they're not in the same car at all yeah they're not in the same room it's, it's like yeah there's like there's a glass of water in this scene and there's no glass of water in that scene it's no. also known that a lot of the crazy CGI that they were doing was even in basic scenes. So you would be in a green screen when it's like you're at a coffee house. So I think this production is suffering very hard from that. So like these great actors can't 
get to be great actors. To be fair, be one of fair. the weirdest scenes of this episode was Vara and Gaia talking, and Vara, and the actress is absolutely wonderful, but the dialogue that is written for her makes her sound like she's a weird philosophy professor for 101, where she's like, ah, let me tell you the story about the mongoose yeah. and the apple. She might as well have <laughs> said, like, when I was on Emmy Award winning Game of Thrones, I learned. And you're like, this is this is the only thing that's dictating this reason why they're having a conversation. Um, also, uh, Fury and Rhodey talking feels just like country for old men. It just feels like just a couple of guys not actually having There is country for old men. Yeah, so it's not yeah. no country. It is a country. No, as Ryan would say, there's not no country for there's old men. There's not a single <laughs> not country, un-country, no men. Yeah. But it's true of like, I it, it do come back to, I agree it with you, that, I'm, that I'm like, who who is this written for? Who is the show for? Like, I, I've been trying, I still like, in my heart of hearts, like, I'm like, whatever, I'll keep watching it. It's fun. But you're, all the pieces don't make sense, and I think you're calling it out so so thoughtfully, which is like, who is the real audience that would... This doesn't feel that much like an MCU show. It doesn't feel smart enough to be a spy show. It's just right. like a mixed match of bad... Like a patch patchwork of it, bad, like bad ideas. Expedited in such a way, so just if we follow jur- uh, the journey of Fury, he starts the episode, he sets a chair in front of the hospital, he sits there, then... Rhodey comes in, then he leaves. Then he just goes somewhere else. He talks to someone else. He just got there's no action app actually happening. There's no momentum. And, and then the action scene felt like it was only shot from here below. Like the from like chest basically down. chest below. And you're like the, this what you mean the like the which yeah, one? With uh Fury's wife and then yeah, Gaia. Right. So, that was very over just, the top. Everything just doesn't match because these movie these should just be movies. They should just be movies. Plus Plus side, I really enjoyed Gravik's battle against the like resistance. The mutiny. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was extremely well done. That was, I think, a well done action scene. And every time I want to not talk about Sonia, every time Olivia Coleman's on screen, she's coming from a different show, a better show that I want to watch. When she goes cake or death, I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> she just referenced Eddie Izzard. I love that fucking like comedy special. It's so good. Like she's just she's so killer. she's just like I don't know. A she's such work. a like she, she's a a pop of color as we've talked about, literally screen. and figuratively. She's a breath of fresh air. And then I could not believe in the scene that she put with Samuel Jackson, she was like, Rody's a scroll. Oh, I'm like, bitch, how did you not know that? I know. She gives very good uh Joker energy. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Just like chaotic but funny, but also like she's really devoted to the spycraft stuff. You're scared of her, but you love her. Like yeah. it's like yeah, it's a very like intoxicating it, performance. I cannot wait. And also, also she's just so British. She's so British. <laughs> when like um oh, oh I can't help but you're in your botany room or whatever. <laughs> and then like and then like the assassins come in and it's like, oh, there he is. Like, just like about to I murder. love when you're doing a British accent before you I do a Scottish it. accent for the animated Lucian, series. Lucian's behind you. I wasn't talking about uh, no, no, You're not Lucian. He's behind Oh, there he is. I cannot wait for her and Julie Louis-Dreyfus to, to share a, a scene together. They're, they should it definitely take happening. away that she is the best part of this show, and they need to hire her for more shit. Be, whenever be, they possibly be careful can. of that then we get agatha that's true <laughs> oh, son, yeah she's gonna get her own fucking spin-off i, I mean i would, I, I would watch it yeah okay. hold on. mi13 let's, let's not knock the agatha series it would be it would out. be mi13 though right 
Yeah, sure. Oh, that would be fun. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about the biggest Easter egg in the room. Mm-hmm. OT Fagbenley oh. is back as Rick Mason. You know him. You love him in Black Widow. Correct. <laughs> What's that? What? what? I yes. Li- yeah. I like this cameo. Yeah. I, I thought, thought it, was, it was cute. Yeah. If, if he's if he's the Rosario Dawson that's uh, connecting oh these these TV shows, yeah. sure, why not? Um. His cameo felt I liked it. Also, the Black Widow callbacks of like the him using yeah, the, the face Widow's technology Vail. as well. But I, don't forget that's an old version. And also, he yeah. did say that's the old version. Yeah, so it, loaded gun. So that's gonna happen eventually. I got the new one. A loaded Chekhov's gun. <laughs> so do we think Elaine is gonna be in the last episode? No, no. If anything, I feel That'd like they fun, would. If no. anything, I feel like they would pull in uh, Red Guardian. Kur- no, Kurlienko, uh, the woman who played Taskmaster. Because she's Olga, <laughs> Olga Kurlyenko. Because they're talking a lot more uh, about yes. the widows rather than Yelena. Oh, yeah. I just so. figured, like, with them going to Russia, like, I'm That's a better like, cameo. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, from a cost, like, whatever. I don't like that probably. negativity of saying no. Yes, and it's going to be terrible. Correct. <laughs> yes. good, jo- good work. Thanks. It, may I ask a question? Because the last episode is the last one, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let me get this straight. The last episode. This is how it works. So the next one, sorry. Um, uh, is this going to be an okay send-off to Fury if he never shows up again? He's going to be in the Marvels. He's going to be in the Marvels. Unless okay. unless they've uh, that scene they showed was like not real. Like it was just a fake. To, uh, to, when to he's up in sword. Well, I that's, that's, yeah, no, my, yeah, my favorite was sorry. Andrew was like, well, how are they going to... I hope they explain how he gets his eye patch back for the Marvels. And then and they like, did. oh, yeah. it's in the fucking coffin. He has Wait, shape. did Andrew really want to know why how he gets his eye he patch was, back? Like, casually talking about it during the Who course the of the episode. the fuck Mario condoed like his fucking place? Because that was ridiculous. Like one... Thing he could have fit everything in that one. The big r- so His open rumor, patch? and then we can His move patch. on. But do you? Th- I read online. Oh God, that's the place you, you go for read? information. <laughs> I learned yesterday. I got certified in reading. <laughs> um, uh, that <laughs> there's a lot muzzy? of muzzy. There's a lot of speculation. I mean, there was one random image that I saw that was speculating on fucking Tumblr or some shit that the Maria Hill death. Is very weird because in some scenes she has glasses, in some scenes she doesn't. So there, it's the kind of, and they never show the body. So the idea is, is that maybe scroll Maria Hill and the real Maria Hill is somewhere? Well, else. That, or it's a deep fake. The problem is that to, you, you maybe if you had like the, the widow's veil tech, maybe. Yeah. But scrolls when they die revert back Which to the scroll. Okay. automatically. Well, actually, this does have a little bit of legs because we have to see it at some point. I said it. Go on. Because you're brilliant. <laughs> First and foremost, you're a genius. She sells uh, sunglasses. <laughs> but also, Talos's death seems so abrupt without any acknowledgement as well. So maybe all the people that died throughout this maybe aren't dead. That's, that's, your that's actually a really good it point. It makes sense. And they're using the widow's body. Or they're using or they're using extremists. Oh, they've all been kind of like injecting. They've, they've, all, they've been injecting extremists because we already saw that with, with Gaia. What if they unkill everyone, though? There's literally no point to this. Series. Except for Nick Fury. He does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, honestly. Vara, you and me are going to. You got to keep Canyon, every maybe. plot hole open. And then he lifts up his eye patch. <laughs> And that's and everyone. That's gets the other part in. that I really. <laughs> well, I, 
I do. I can appreciate the kind of like throwback to like the Americana of like, let me give you this punchline, right? Because like when he walks out of the cop, he says something. I'll put on. I'll put on a good face. It's just like I. I'm like, who wrote? Like, it's not. It's not even campy fun. It's just like this. Just sounds like bad writing. Also, when he and Rhodey are having the conversation, he's got the gun to Rhodey's head, and he walks away, and then he just like lightly taps him with the gun, like with the butt of his gun. That was weird. And I was just like. Wait, that's, that's what I mean. No stakes with that. When you hit someone in the head with the bu- well, it's a scroll, heel, heel of a gun. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But but that's what was so weird is either knock him out or like put him down. Don't just fucking it was like, bop it him. Was like, it was a bop. It was like tap. And then it's he like, walked away. It was tap. so strange. There, there is not. And I, want, I don't want to be mean about like things that are extra, but the cinematography is really bad because is. that could have been a scene of really interesting tension. I know you're a scroll. I need to kill you. Or if even if I try to show that you're a scroll, it puts me in extraordinary danger. I've got to end this stalemate by walking off. And it was so claustrophobic and them just shoved together yeah. that it didn't feel it felt like, I don't know, a, a college student movie. Well, let's the, move the, on to yeah. bigger and brighter things. Proteus <laughs> X-Men animated series season four, episodes 11 and 12. Resident fuck girl Myra McTaggart calls jilted ex-lover Charles, along with Wolverine, Rogue, and Beast, to save her son, Proteus. We need to talk about Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! <laughs> Kevin! So this um, adaptation, it's of one of my like sort of secondary favorite X-Men stories. It was, uh, uh, you know, it was like the lead up right before Dark Phoenix Saga. And this is a very, I like the adaptation a lot, but it's very different. In this, Proteus is a lot, less malevolent he's just more of a misunderstood kid who's got daddy issues yeah uh, in the comics he's a very malevolent guy who's got some daddy issues correct <laughs> uh, and i was wondering because I, I don't remember watching this the first time around so it's good re-watching it how they were going to do this without colossus because colossus is so important to the comic storyline oh. he's the only one he's like it shows his nobility yeah. it shows just like how an amazing human being he is on top of having this very powerful mutation. He's the only Act one who takes Proteus. Yeah. yeah. And he's the only one who can take Proteus down. Uh, whereas you kind of had Professor X l- kind of playing that role a little bit in this. But um, what about when Wolverine's uh, claws turned into snakes? Oh, that was in the comic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was my only thing. I mean, I think it's a fine adaptation. It just is. It's a little different from the comic. I, I have a question about Moira's, or as you say, Myra's training. Moira. Um, <laughs> so she didn't teach what a father did and did other. Like he seemed very confused at about <laughs> about affection and like someone caring for someone, and then just basic life skills. You mean and Proteus? Then, yeah, Proteus was very I, confused. Well, by I can appre- all of that stuff. If you had like, if your if your mom, let's go back in time, Cindy. You know, like, yeah, I mean, don't call her out. Yeah. Don't give out her government name. Your dad. That, that, no, she played Cindy from the last episode that ended up being if, Nimrod. Remember when the Cindy oh walked God. in? She's like, if your mom, Moira McTaggart. Uh-huh. But you know what I mean? Like the concept of if you were growing up and you came out as gay and before you even knew your dad, like, I guess you'd come out as like a one-year-old. <laughs> like, you'd just be like, gay, gay. And then your dad be like, I don't want anything to do with this faggot. And then left. They'd probably just try to fill in the blanks to be I like, you don't need a dad. family loved me, so I didn't, yeah. <laughs> but no, here's the thing. It's just, it, it's weird that he doesn't know certain concepts of like so fathers and stuff like that. I think uh, to Banshee's Adam's point. Banshee's your new daddy, honey. That's what she should have just said. 
<laughs> I think to Adam's point, it's because he's been isolated. He's been studied in a laboratory uh, that Moira keeps him away from everybody where he is just, you know, he's too powerful mm-hmm. that he doesn't understand real human contact. He doesn't understand real human relationships. It's the standard, like, uh, you know, super powered psychic child that like is a con- eleven from Stranger Things. Like you're just stuck away from everything. You don't really put the people. Or, or it was a little Mr. Bit- Brightburn from Brightburn. What's the kid's name? Mr. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Baby Brightburn. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it was just a little bit like, what's this? Oh, I what's agree. This? I agree. Everyone's my dad. But it's, it was like that. It was just a little. The son and dad thing was very weird. Father must love him. Well, that's what's so odd is because, like, to your point, Myra is his mother, and I'm sure they've had moments where he's like, "I love you, son," and she. She's like, like, you don't assume that the other parent wouldn't. <laughs> like, you yeah. still understand how it's supposed to he work. He really went on a rampage. Um, I it it just seemed like it kept. It was just the same psych. I don't know why it was two episodes. It was the same circle. It's again because and it's again. a big thing in the comics, comics, so I think they wanted to give it some weight. But also, like, yeah, Wolverine having his moment of weakness, I think, is a really important. After point. he had just found God, no less. Uh, this is what true. happens to him. Uh, so at the end of the episode, he's talking to Rogue, and Rogue's like, "Yeah, everyone gets shook up on this on these missions." And he goes, "Everyone but me." And then he walk, he turns around and walks ten feet away and just stands there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is how you storm off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also liked um, the level of bitchiness that Charles brought to every interaction on Muir Island. Like, when he first arrived, like, they did the whole story about... She was awful to him. She was awful to him, but he's... This is my boyfriend. He was at war, and she sent a letter saying that she was marrying someone. War is tough on all of us, Adam. That backstory was (laughs) tough. Like, what the fuck? And she's like, I'm marrying a politician. Well, not that one. It's when he came back, and she's like, this "This is is my boyfriend. This is my boyfriend, Sean. And he's like... Get to, me to my room as quickly as possible. To be fair, years later, she rips the face off her boyfriend. That's yeah. true. Well, so we don't know when this. He dodged a bullet. But Do you also, think that's going to show up in X Men '97? Yes. <laughs> so then later, he's like, "If I have something to say about he's it, like, Will Wolverine Beast, search the island. Uh, it's very small." <laughs> Why are you Catherine Hepburn as Professor X? Stop that's what I want to know. Saying Catherine Hepburn, you've made that joke a hundred times because I sound like Catherine Hepburn. You do it's not like, even a joke. It's just an observation. So let's talk politics, guys. Um, <laughs> that is Joe not how Scottish. That's not how Scottish politics works. But okay. Uh, but only time they, about they were very accent. vocal about the politics, but sort of just said generic things. They really did. <laughs> They're like, I can't believe the Welsh, and you're like, what is happening? I what know, and he's running for Secretary of State. I was confused. What? What do you? Who do you think he's based off of? Kalen, I'm going to give it to you. Go. I, Joe fuck, Biden is the right answer. I, the fuck if I know. I, like Nobody? Joe uh, McTaggart. Okay. Madeline so, Albright. Yeah. Uh, famous <laughs> Scottish politician, Baron O'Tiernan. Yeah, I love. He's great. Is it's that a, a drag name? It's his made-up name. <laughs> oh, okay. It sounds like a member um, of parliament. Yeah. I had That's me, Baron O'Tiernan. Baron O'Tiernan. That's I, Irish. <laughs> we are offending all of our fans all in, the all the Irish. in the UK. <laughs> all of them. We have one Welsh fan left, you and think, he's offended. If you think you can be- do a better Scottish than accent than us, uh, record your voice and send it to us on Twitter. <laughs> we'll play all your Scottish accents live on the Or air. just do an Instagram story and tag us. Yeah, send us a DM. How did you guys feel about the animation when he was using his uh, powers? I thought The I thought reality that, warping. And, yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I thought, thought it was pretty good. The little rogues, especially. That was I, great. They, that was really yeah. fun. Um, I don't know. 
I, I think he the, obliterated the animation itself was pretty my asshole. Uh, I mean, Proteus, I would fuck Proteus. He's pretty hot. Yeah. He's I think he's a but child. The, he's well, no, I, you know the what? Be, the beast if version. If he's aged up, yeah. Like, I'm not like saying like in the this orange moment. beast version. Yeah, I would wait until he was like. Adam just got age. fangs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I would like to just speak on some new things that were brought up in terms of funny things that Wolverine said. Um, she, he called a uh, rogue corn pone. Corn pone. <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. yeah, that was tough. Yeah, corn pone. And then she later keep it to yourself, corn pone. <laughs> that I was like, we haven't got like where he's gotten mad at her and said something. Yeah, and now we know it's like he's just acting out. We he just he is. She he says that, and then she just touches him and sucks out all the life of his body. <laughs> and then later she goes, Mm-mm-mm, that boy is slick as hog fat. <laughs> and I just love how food forward this so whole I, here's, show is. Here's what I think happened. Yeah. I think. What? What do you think? The it's writers The writers started the show and then they with a full it. list of fun things for the characters to say. And then they used all the quick insults like, hey, Wishbone. Hey, Cajun. Hey, Gumbo. And now they're at the bottom of the barrel. And they're like, we've only got corn pone. <laughs> And it's slick as What is back. corn Proteus, pone? listen to me. You're more <clears throat> orange than an orange. <laughs> get over here. What is corn pone? Uh, I'll get back to you in five seconds. Great. A Keep corn version of mascarpone, as you were. It's, uh, yeah, it's actually a corn pone. It's uh, an Italian dessert now. It's, uh, it's a type. Now? It's what a, was it before? It means unsophisticated or rustic. Oh. Like corn pone humor. Like uh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. it, I guess. Anything else from this fucking bullshit two-parter? Kaylin, uh, do your best Scottish accent. I refuse <laughs> what to. Is what that? is that? What, I was what? That's Dracula. That is Dracula. Thank you. Um, I, one quick thing. It's so so she married Joe McTaggart, and for my entire life, I thought Moira was called Moira McTaggart. Like, it was her name the entire time. Oh, like she didn't take so it. So yeah. it means... To me, in some of the other lives, that she basically was not known as Moira McTaggart. <laughs> I sometimes. thought you were gonna be like, she always had sex with her dad. Did you? She, have- and she every single time she had sex with her dad. <laughs> what if it was just like the like McTaggart's like a very common last name like Smith? Um, know? I would be pissed. Do you ever have you ever met anybody that married somebody who already had the same last name? No, that's hot though. <laughs> you don't have to change your. You don't have to change your ID. <laughs> That's so hot. It's uh, really sexy. You know someone? I, no, man. I know. I'm thinking like because I there was a Brent Buckwright who lives in like Missouri or something who messaged me to, to friend me on Facebook like a decade ago. Oh yeah. Well, and I'm like absolutely not. I when thought th- I was the only one named Millhouse. <laughs> well, there during he, fa- when Facebook first came out, everyone was like friending each other, being like, "You have the same name as mine," and then. There's nowhere to go with that conversation. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, I never. Found oh, you my live in Kentucky? I don't. Like I'm just... the only Kalen Bati in existence. I think. I think I'm the only really? Adam Casari <laughs> in existence. No, but Amin at the end too, right? Yeah, yeah it's, it is that's, one of the most yeah, unique. That's names the extra. That that's the extra number and like special yes, character. Yes, it is very yeah, much yeah, a Wi-Fi your password. password. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Extra, 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 extra. That was good. That was great. That kid that. sounds like he's dying. <laughs> All right. They get the car off me. Extreme. <laughs> I've been hit. My organs, they're everywhere. Extreme. Oh, shut up. 
As predicted, uh, Miss Marvel is coming back in the 616, uh, and she's coming back, as we also predicted, a mutant. What? She'll be in a four-issue miniseries called Miss Marvel New Mutant uh, with a new creative team. Uh, very interesting creative team. It's uh, the actress who played Miss Marvel in the Disney Plus show, Iman Vellani. She's joining the one of the show writers, uh, Sabir uh, Pirzada. And then art will be by Carlos Gomez and Adam Gorham. And then Sarah Pacelli, uh, who we love, yes. is doing the covers. Uh, I like her new costume a lot. We knew this George. was happening. It's dumb the where we had to get here to get How here. Uh, but I'm excited. What do you guys think? Uh, the design is really cool. Um, I The only thing that makes me sad about the design itself is uh, that they have to – if you're an X-Men – Baby, you're gonna get X's thrown all over you. So like yeah. some of her signature looks It's like put it, a bird on it, but an X. Yeah. Y- exactly like that. Yeah. It's um it just I miss some of her signature look a little bit. But yeah. I'm I'm yeah, that's ready. A, that she's gonna get point. some great press from this because she's an X Men, she's gonna be more popular than ever. So I'm pumped. See, I actually think the other way around. I think the X Men are gonna be more popular now with Miss Marvel. Hey. Wow. Yeah, all those books uh, you, that just, she saw? you just turned my head all the way around. I know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you wanted a twist? I gave you one. I, I think it's very much a nice homecoming since I know we've talked countless times here about how she was supposed to be set up to be a mutant and now they're kind of reversing the decision of the inhuman debacle that they had because they didn't have the movie rights. But how I, are they going to do it? Just so why? I think they'll just res- they'll resurrect her and then maybe it'll activate as an X gene. Like I don't. She know. just shows up at Krakoa. She's like she wakes hey, up in an egg. Well, it's yeah. kickstarting. What if I she think- wakes up in an egg? I think it's gonna kickstart <laughs> at the gala, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah, think that's what they were saying. I wonder if it's part of the Phoenix Foundation, where like you know Jean Grey says, "I will." Human. Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or we can write. She, if if she just tries to walk through one of the portals, she finds out that she's already compatible. So it's like, oh, so it's like the anti. Like she was invited. Yeah, and then oopsie, spoopsie, she's in. Yeah. yeah. The the one thing that I worry about is what she is, is such a standalone character, lore, history that I think bringing her. Into the X Men, I really hope she doesn't get lost in the shuffle. Like you know, we already have wonderfully introduced Escapade. Like we have a lot of newer characters. It's the kind of conversation I think that Clark always brings up, where it's like we have so many new people becoming X Men, but they barely get on team. So like, yeah. Yeah. if she happens to continue to have her own book, which I know she's going to obviously kickstart with, and that leads to a continued success of her own standalone story, I love that. I just don't want her getting kind of like um, smushed into the experience of the X-Men, like I maybe existing as a fire. Star. There's just something where I'm like, I'd rather her continue to be that standalone person. Cause it all depends on how the, this miniseries sells. Yeah. I mean, it's like some pretty big names as writers, but, uh, and Clark has mentioned this before outside of our first series written right. by G Willow Wilson. Uh, it never really sold that well. Like that first series back in 2014 and 15, so the splash, boom, yeah. it was like, people were eating it up. Like, and then, the scholastic uh, trade paperbacks. Yeah. A lot of kids really, really loved loved it as well. You're gonna say something? I think that they're to me. This is not like the same issue of crowding out the new queer characters or any of the new characters because she already had her own lane. It's more like this highway's merging together. Fair. Like I think that there's plenty of space for her to be a character like Wolverine. Okay, you got your own running issues, but also we're featuring yeah. a ton of other stuff. That's how I take it. Yeah, I just, I guess, yeah, I think that's a really great point. I mainly, I want to avoid the scenario where she has to kind of fit in as a newbie again. 
and they restart her whole like arc of what I assume has been an ongoing journey of maturity and thoughtfulness. And like, she's still the same uh, Kamala Khan, but like, I just don't want it to go back to like, <laughs> everything's so crazy and new. And now I've got a, like, it's basically becoming like an origin story of sorts. And oh, but out of the, I think, she's kind of best in those type of stories where she is trying to figure that out. Yeah. So this is a whole new world where she gets to try to figure out. Yeah. I think it's kind of exciting. Actually. Sure. She's like, she, it's like, it's, they're not going to do her origin story again. It's not going to be a, her being a superhero again, or like learning to be superhero. Like she's she's on like, the Avengers. Well, yeah. And the champions. And now she's just like, Oh, I'm actually part of this, a commu- yeah. this community, you know, that I never realized I was part of. I think they'll play that up that in the liked, same yeah. way that she's Pakistani American. Yes, I, I hope. At least I hope that's at least some of the the allegory that we see. No, that so, I enjoy. So uh, related, we have a Polaris. We put out a poll earlier this week on Twitter. Uh, we asked all of you since Kamala Khan, aka Miss Marvel, is being resurrected as a mutant, which X team do you think she should join? So the four choices we gave are the X Men, New Mutants, X Force, and Storm's Brotherhood on Araco. Before I go over the results, let me ask y'all, which team would you like her to join? I'd like to be her to be the leader of the New Mutants. Leader of the New Mutants. Leader of the New Mutants. She's already, like, she has, she's been an Avenger. She's been a lot of things already. She's yeah. been on the Champions. I think that makes the most sense. She's a little bit younger, yeah. so I think she could train the next generation. So, would it be, like, the new, like the very young newer Mutants, and where would, like, people like Danny Moonstar and Rain? So, like, an escapade, and, like, them that could be on it, I think... The older generation of like the Danny Moon stars, the Sunspots, all they those, they've graduated beyond that, I think, of the term New Mutant. In yeah, theory. they're the old mutants now. Yeah, so the new uh, Kamala and the New Mutants, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, that. then there's the spin off series, The Last New Mutants, The Newest the Mutants, The le- Leastest Mutants. <laughs> yeah. What about um, you, Adam? I'm going to go for Storm's Brotherhood only because, based on what you were describing and sort of like a fish out of water. I think there's no better way than to have her really go, well, what the fuck, is to send her into that direction. And she's obviously more in the MCU. She's more cosmic. But finding ways to keep bringing that out, I think, is also more interesting. Like, I don't want her doing street-level stuff. I'd love to see her supporting and doing big things. And it just seems more interesting. My only thing is she is very young. (laughs) So I don't want her to go to another planet. And she's very connected to her family, too. So it's like, I don't... Yeah, well, her her I worry to, about her. I her just worry about her. Yeah. You know but that's why you got the yeah. gateways. You have the little floral gateways to like come back to her family in Jersey City. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. My choice wasn't here. I nor there. Want her to team up with Uncanny Spider-Man, oh. uh, and have it be her and Nightcrawler running around New York in Love their own. That. They form a two-person team. Oh. They like, a duo, if you will. And you, won't. I said a team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're just like, you know, dealing with uh, all their religious stuff and loving New York and feeling like they're all their religious stuff and feeling like they're otherized. <laughs> Actually, that might be some f- fun conversations between yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, I would like that. I know we're so also mine actually wasn't on there. I don't want her to be on any of the teams. Yeah, I think think that's silly. This conversation's uncanny. What a marvel! (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. That was amazing and stupid. Uh, I would pick. Actually, I would like her to join the X Men. Uh, I think she's New York based, or you know, near New York based, and I think that's a good point. Having her be part of the treehouse and like it's part of while like they're like Orcus was coming after them. They're like, this fallen hero is actually a mutant after all. 
and she is now part of us, and she like helps with the PR. The X Men. What need. is her uh, more recent stand? That's what I was gonna ask. Like, what is her Stance standing to the world? She, she was him. obviously she was working for Oscorp. Uh, Oscorp. She yeah. was still like I think I presume New York has a positive vibe on what she's been bringing. She's a good connector to a bunch of different. things. She is. Too. I think people think she's like she's plucky. She's yeah. endearing. You know, a uh, fan of the the hero. Exactly. She's just a very likable, very likable individual. I like that. I, I didn't yeah. really think about the. Also, her death placement. being in Spider Man means like Spider Man will be more involved with the X Men too if this happens. Too. Very, very. Which is okay. Yeah, that's perfectly They'll fine. Never talk about this again she'll yeah. just be resurrected i'll be like five years later hey that was so fun about what happened what remember when i was on the avengers <laughs> yeah not again not again uh, so i will go over the poll results so in last Please. place was x-force and none of us picked that so that was like she should kill movie. people she should kill <laughs> That's people amazing. yeah beast uh, is like i've got a great opportunity for you yeah <laughs> In second to last place was Storm's Brotherhood with 17%. Boo. Sorry. Uh, in second place was the X-Men, and overwhelmingly in first place was the New Mutants. We did have some people on Twitter say she should. it's almost like she should join like the new X-Men team from the mid-2000s with like Hellion oh. and Surge and Pixie and all of them. It's she almost should be like the trainer of new X-Men. Like not even in the new mutants, but like she has battle experience more than I was going to say more than Bishop. That doesn't make any sense. But like she should Ms. be the Marvel trainer. War college. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I got I got my war college degree online. <laughs> she went to the University of Phoenix. She goes to a universe where everyone's from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What a hellscape. <laughs> New Jersey, the, yeah. the planet. <laughs> and the one last bit of news from Miss Marvel, uh, and I think this is a result of the writer's strike and now the actor strike, uh, Miss Marvel uh, from Disney Plus will air on ABC on Sundays to try to get even a broader audience. I think this is really good because Miss Marvel is one of the lowest rated Disney Plus shows because the lead is a woman. The lead is a woman of color. And, and so a young you had a, woman, too. Not and, like, yeah. yeah. And you had a lot of like, you know, mouth breathers, neck beards who like wouldn't watch a show because of that saying, quote unquote, Marvel is too woke. Um, so it being on ABC is good. More people will get to watch it. So. I also think it would just make sense in anticipation of getting people ready for the Marvels. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a huge, like, it's a good advertising. I for sure. think Disney, as a move, should just eventually do all of their fucking shit on ABC. They're going to start, I think, so, with a strike. So, though. Bravo, I'll speak on Bravo. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, Bravo did some shows on Peacock. They became very popular on Peacock, and then they would go, oh, we should do it for network TV. So they just eventually moved it over because uh, it was on sense. streaming first. It made, uh, Real Housewives of Miami. Kaylin, we were just talking about. But, um, <laughs> you Where know, are we? Okay. He loves that. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I think that's actually the model. Like, if you want to pay for the service with streaming to get the stuff first, yeah. but if you, it's going to go to the network after, I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Also, like it's too unsustainable it to have sense. so many streaming services. And how? What else is the network going to do? Then it's just free shows they can put on. Yep. Yeah, uh, let's talk about these issues. Our weekly recap of all things X. We've got uh, X Men Red number thirteen and New Mutants Lethal Legion number five. Let's start with X Men Red number thirteen. Al Ewing and Jacopo uh, Camagni. Genesis arrives on planet Araco, creating a schism between Storm's Council. You're right over there. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. That was it. Was a reference. Jacopo Camini. <laughs> Jacopo. Uh, it. This issue is great. It's fucking great. So good. Um. 
and it was all really just one big scene of just the uh, the Great Ring talking to Genesis and Genesis with the shadiest of staffs. That fucking Annihilation staff is just like like doing like little like you know uh, 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 little, 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 little ring of power type. Yeah, yeah. shame you're not exactly, you're, you're but not like cute in that outfit, but like extra cunty just like that. It's it's so good and. When she like sows doubt in them, when you see like uh, you know uh, Sabinar basically like break down and saying, "Oh, you're right. We aren't like the Iraqi anymore. We have changed. We are not about you know might makes right, and that's what who we were." I think all of it's good. It's devious as fuck. Poor Sabinar. He got influenced so easily, yeah. left and right and up and down. Like yeah, he was. He was like, "Did y'all hear that?" Yeah. And just like like no <laughs> Sabinar. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. This issue was nice because we tend to think of the people of Araco as being powerful, composed, interesting. What's going on? And we finally met a character named Leocon, the balanced one, <laughs> the oh, two-headed yeah. uh, d- uh, wolf centaur with blades for arms. Yeah, <laughs> He's really phoning it in, I think, as a person. He, it's so clear that he won a battle to get there and is a great fighter, but is a fucking dumb, dumb. That character design is wild. I love it. It's insane. And his entry is just, there's a knife in this. Everyone keeps telling him, shut up. And he's like, no, I must speak. And he's like, shut shut up. Just shut up. Shut up. Bad duck. Bad. Did you read a bunch of Shakespeare before getting here? Fuck you. No, it's he's beast from the animated series. They throw a knife at his face. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're not talking about what we should be talking about, which is Kovac. Kovac. Where's no parents? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's Ah. still very hot. Kovac. He's a good guy. I think his title is no pants, right? Kovac. No no pants. I'm just glad that he's a good guy because he's Me hot. Me too. Uh, Johnny Ironfire. Uh, yeah, your favorite. <laughs> he, he, he it. What a stupid move to try and run it, uh, run at Genesis. Yep. And lose the sword ten minutes yeah. after. Yeah. Yeah. Could probably do better than you could as well. Um, Laktuka's serving though, not just milk, honey. She's also teleporting people. <laughs> Watch out! <laughs> she sees the stars and dim titties. <laughs> it's. This is just so cool because this issue finally became what we love so much about uh, our other X-Men series. What's the one that they fucking cancel? Immortal X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I think of it? I, I, got, well, I got nervous. That, but yeah. I, I think that's what I appreciate so much about this. Like, sh- I think it was, I feel like there's been a rising tide for a Rocky characters, storylines, what have you. Then Judgment Day really set grounded it and like you really got to like Lodo, Lodos Logos or you know like you get to learn these characters understand Names these characters appreciate them yeah. and like and I, I agree with you that this is when that's also fully come full circle where now there's a real plot involving all of them and I care like it's not yeah. these are not just like random fuckers that I'm like okay well, even Aura Serrata like was like they're, they've all had history yeah so it makes this the stakes of this and the conversation and the interaction so good so we now know, okay, so in Immortal X-Men last week, we saw the council break up. We see the Great Ring essentially break up right now, and uh, Genesis uh, essentially taking over. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to see, like, how all the Fall of X stuff is really starting to come together. And, like, Agreed. all it's of it falling, is just, baby. it's all falling down, and it's very exciting. I thought it was an extraordinary economy of language and panels to have Lactuka say, 
uh, if you wanted to challenge me, you could. Oh. And then there's a panel where Janice just stares, not like broken or scared or any way, and then they just kind of move on. Yeah. 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 It's that was that was great because are yeah. they the most powerful? Yeah, for sure. Easily. Yeah. Look at that look. We we haven't really seen any characterization of Omega level for the Iraqi. As far as I know, uh, so well, like, they haven't outlined who's technically an Omega level. I would assume most of them on the panel. <laughs> we call it a panel, right? And the council, you mean? The yeah, the great right? well, anyone that uh, sort of changed Mars, the over. quiet panel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just really good. It's just so nice to read an X Men book of completely new characters that are fully fleshed out, where you Agreed. don't have to worry about. They know who they all are. Um, sometimes you only get that through like the newer classes and stuff like that. It's, it's kind just of like nice reading an adult. indie comic. In it's, a way. Like, yes. it's like a whole X-Men team existed for so long and we had no concept of it. And then uh, now we just get just, to know them. It just shows how talented Al Ewing is that in yeah. the span of, what, 12 issues, 13 issues, he is able to give these people so much richness yeah. and yeah. texture. And they, they're not even featured in every issue. That's, yeah. what, that's what a good writer can do. Can somebody remind me where's Iska? I can't. I could not remember. She, she's just on Krakoa. She dipped the fuck out. She had places to go. Where'd she go? She's like, I'm. Where'd not, she go? She's like, CBS. If if I'm gonna be on Araco, I have to win, and so I can't be on Araco. Deuces. Well, wasn't that based off? Because uh, she, I feel like something happened during Judgment Day where she's not currently I still in the fact. They brought it up, but what actually? She went off on her own somewhere. Yeah, she's but somewhere, but we don't know. We don't know. Where. We don't have any details about where. That, okay, that's yeah. But th- that was my question. No, yeah. no, no, she she, pro- she just dipped out. Well, and they do. I know when they kind of time lapse in the info panel, they do mention when the Genesis War starts that Iska's involved at some point somehow. So yeah, she'll be back. So well, she's probably like. Both of these two planets are not winning right now. So she can't be there because she would lose. Honestly, yeah. yeah. She's on Gam- Gamblor or whatever the... Pl- Gamblor. 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 Oh, no. yeah. And he has my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's uh, been taken over by a gambling monster. <laughs> His name Gamblor. is Gamblor. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap up with uh, the final issue of New Mutants Lethal Legion number five. We've got Charlie Jane Anders and Eden Balam. New Mutants versus Lethal Legion reaches its climax with Nefaria ready to use the weird engine and Sheila trying to hold on to her relationship with Sarah Bella. What a delightful miniseries. That was very cute. I, I Well, and Charlie Jane's uh, end note, I thought, was just a beautiful send-off yeah. for yeah. the introduction of this wonderful character over the course of the really the past year because you had the New Mutants mini, you had Lethal Legion, you also had uh, her introduction in, in Marvel Voices, Voices. Pride. So. Well, we always talk about how you introduce a new character and then have them interact with the X-Men. I think we just saw it with this. It, it was yeah. a great series for Yeah, that. Sheila was great. Morgan's great. Yeah. I love both of them so much. I love when they dressed up, uh, <laughs> and then the turtle was just in the hat of yeah. like the, the costume. So so cute. Yeah. Um, also, I was waiting for this moment to happen where uh, Escapade was getting the shit beat out of then and like just switches yeah like yes. roles and i'm like well that needs to be happening all the time like escapade needs to be dropped into every major battlefield and flip. then just flips with the main bat big bad that they, thanos could have been murdered easily well her, escapade her blood is also on the floor <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's fair yeah so i want to give uh some props to uh enid balam mm-hmm. the the 
background artistry was killing me throughout. One, just making fun of how all these sci-fi conventions always have like, of the future, no. it's sports of the future, energy source of the future, toilets of the future. And then at one point, what is the giant black gremlin? What's that character's name? Oh, that was one of the, the Lethal Legion. The one of the Lethal Legion. He's, she's, he or she, they're eating a bag of snacks called gravy snakes. <laughs> <laughs> and just saying kill? Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, uh, they were in uh, one of the previous issues. And, no, yeah, uh, but. Kill, kill was their like, battle cry. It's like, yes. is that really your battle cry? Yeah, kill. kill. I enjoyed that this Lethal Legion was like a bad version of Suicide Squad, and I really enjoyed them. Like, I would, I would probably read a comic where it was just like a fumbling bunch of idiots versus like I know that's mostly what Suicide Squad is, but that's like Thunderbolts in during uh, like King and Black. Remember? Yeah, that's right. That's why yeah. I mean, like, we need more of that stuff where it's like oh. just some like B level or like D level fuckers. You who... need to read Next Wave. Um, oh. Sorry. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, did, I, did that I, I mean, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. You kind of like it. Also, uh, just to your point, Brent, about Enid Balam, uh, they and Charlie Jane really understand how the Javits Center looks in New York because that is exactly the Javits yeah. Center in New York. Yeah. That's where a we saw it when we went to New York Comic Con yeah. last year. It's how like, did you also, Brent, with all the background stuff, how did you not call out the wonderful panels about the robot enabler? Your uh, friends just don't get it. <laughs> I was allowing the room to take up some of the stuff. You're just blowing off steam. It's some, fine. Something to take time to kill. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd give it a little bit of slack. Uh, I I really wanted Escapade to switch with the dragon. Just, oh, yeah. Wouldn't that have been fun? I love that garbage dragon. Oh, he's so just cute. Just a fun Beatrice. Beatrice. Yeah. yeah. She's so cute. They are so cute. Um, yeah. The future. Yeah. Uh, also, another great moment, um, Morgan and Rain uh, actually Best saying, Let, let's be friends. I don't know if I'm crazy or maybe if I just scanned over it in comics, but I generally don't feel like I see any character say, hey, are we actually, can we be friends? <laughs> it feels like a more modern way of and, writing stories. And thank you for looking back at X-Men lore, Charlie. Just saying, Jane. I'm a little bit old for you yeah. oh thank you. yeah thank you yeah all x fans thank you so yeah, much yeah, yeah um i did like sarah bella and uh sheila dancing at the end so and sarah, cute and sarah bella saying hey can i kiss you it's just a very well consent it's what cute. a nice like that yeah that they uh this is a perfect mapping of a of a story like I'm, I'm really happy for them as a couple is moonstone okay no no <laughs> Clearly not. Carla Soffin is she not okay. She has been going through it, I feel like. Yeah, she's starting to take on the persona on of her, her patients. Yeah. I've never seen that done before in comics. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a good last issue. What was where where do you want to see Sheila next? Uh, I would love to see... We don't have a team of younger mutants announced in the Thank fall you. of X. Thank you, Kayla. Book, so I think we need that. Mm-hmm. Whether you call it New Mutants, New X Men, whatever, Generation X. I was gonna say not, Gen X needs to come back. I feel like I just feel like that's it's a dated title. I know, like I like oh, the I see what you're saying. I like the Christina Strain uh, yeah. miniseries, or like the ended up being the miniseries when we started this podcast. The title I, itself, but I mean, the title itself is yeah. just it's it's dated. What now. if it was Gen Z? <laughs> oh, oh. The oh now you're fun, thinking. Right? Oh no, there's so much Z Men all over the place. Oh my god, I have to see all these Z Men. <laughs> Um, anything else with the issues, guys? No. No. As always, we like to wrap up the little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly highlight something we've read, 
seen or heard and wanted to share with you are Lil Homos. What do we have to plug this very week? Brent, let's start with you. Um, if you like nature documentaries, and I do, okay. and if you like David Attenborough and only accept him as a narrator for them, which I do, <laughs> you should watch Our Planet too. It's oh. available on Netflix. It's not as many episodes as the original Our Planet, but it's gorgeous. It's you, stunning. You got a favorite? Well, the th- the way that they've set up this uh, set is that like they go through a couple of months in each episode so like it's like january through march and then july through august whatever the thing that i really like about it uh is that they actually try and show like the migratory patterns of all these different animals like where they're going um and so one of them is are these penguins that live in new zealand that when they reach maturity they swim out thousands of miles into the middle of the arctic ocean and then they swim back and there's absolutely no reason for them to do that except that their ancestors did that so they're just like keeping up with the tradition yeah they've got plenty of food right next to them where they live and but they swim thousands of miles away just to, because to, yeah they're just because that's where their ancestors swim hmm. that's interesting our planet too check it out with <laughs> uh so i saw this a few weeks ago and i haven't had a chance to plug it yet but wes anderson's new newest movie asteroid city uh, if you are a fan of Wes Anderson, definitely go see it. It is delightful. It's beautiful. It's well acted. Um, it's poignant. Um, it's probably one of my favorite movies of his now. Uh, I definitely would want to go see it again, and I would highly recommend it. Is that tied up there with uh, all of them equally? Yeah. <laughs> no, Moonrise uh, yeah, Kingdom is like the worst one. Where right? does it rank for you? Uh so I think Royal Tenenbaums is still the best. Yes. Uh, and Grand Budapest. Don't name them all. Just say where. Uh, Grand Budapest <laughs> Hotel is probably second. So I'd say this is fourth or fifth. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. yeah I really want to watch it. I yeah. haven't seen it yet. Um. I. Well, what do you have? Favorite? Um. Okay. So it's a big one. Obviously, it's a big week for me because <laughs> Real Housewives of New York City, the reboot, reboot came happened? out. Reboot. Oh my uh, god. Speak on it, says. So okay. So they have. A completely new cast, and it is more representative of what New York City is, oh. which just means not just white ladies <laughs> about town. Because <laughs> what the previous version oh could have God, been called. So bad. And uh, just like that. And, yeah, honestly, yeah. But uh, it's yeah. it's very good. And uh, Does I, anyone come back, or is it all new? It's all new. All, all different. Fr- all different. All different, yeah. All, and oh, my God. They're just jumping size, out of the... Yeah. Giant-sized housewives. Here's the thing you'll never believe. They're all X-Men in this, too. Yes. No, the Real uh, Housewives so, are new mutants. So I would say go out, watch it. It's very fun. Real House of X. Yeah. And it's because it's a newer season that they don't have anything to fight about, right? Yeah. So what are they fighting about? Oh my God. The first major fight of this entire season, this in- first episode, is they're fighting over cheese. And they just oh they they just said, "Oh, you you really didn't like that cheese platter." And they continue to fight the entire no. time about cheese, oh, guys. What it's kind of re- cheese? You sold me. They they don't even say what kind of cheese. Wow. It's wait, also um, they don't it, know what it is, they, and they don't know the cheese. Why have this cheese? I want it's very cheese. Fu- it's very funny though that like uh, the entire cast was like, "Look." We want to be better than the former cast. We want to be like good people. So we're not going to say the name of the restaurant that we went to and had the bad cheese platter. So the entire time they bleep out the restaurant that they're talking about. So like, no, because we went to beep. 
beep. And then we also got to, so like they won't talk about it the entire time. So at the vi- so obviously everyone's been sleuthing. So we figured it out that it's like, it's called Catch in you New York. You and your Reddit fans. Catch in New York City is what the yeah. restaurant no. was. So everyone go to Catch and support them. Uh, so I heard about this through food-related stuff. Okay. It was like these articles like, they got to the bottom of it. And I'm like, what did they get to the bottom of? Was, was, like, it, was most of it Catch? Is yeah, what they said. it was all yeah. Catch. So they're like, yeah. uh, I wonder what restaurant it is. It's definitely Catch. Well, also they were all like dissing like in the way that us faggots would do it where we were just like um yeah if i was a model in 2012 i would go there it's like they like get really sassy about it so yeah it's pretty fun what do you, what do you got Adam? um i feel like i i don't know if i promoted this before but andrew's playing it now on the switch and i think it's available on like pretty much everything it's a game called nosha so the way that the game works is uh it's mostly like a visual novel style but mm. the gameplay is based on werewolves, but you're always playing against AI. So you're kind of waking up on the spaceship. Something's not right. You're like, and you have to keep going through these cycles of basically, it's called like, you're putting Nosha, the like aliens or like bad people into deep sleeps, but you can also be put in deep sleeps, but they have like guards and they have like an engineer who can identify. It's all the rules of the card game, the board, like, you know, the, the normal game you play with friends, mafia or werewolves. And I just forget how insane um the storyline is like one of the people because you keep revealing information about people and they keep like randomly showing you new stuff during cycles so like one of them um follows like a, one of the guys like is raised by chimps essentially there's like someone who is like even though they're not never really know like and it switches every time so it's not like the who's the werewolf is like always known but they're all insane people and it's just a very fun That's very cool. interesting it's it should get boring because you're just constantly playing like werewolf against the AI, but they do a good job and you can like grow stats. So you start out literally just being like every other fucking person when you play werewolf going like, I don't know, it's you, bitch. Like there's yeah. no one to tell. And then over time you get better about like perceiving things so you can actually make that's how control. secret invasion should have been. Crafted, <laughs> yeah. <honestly. laughs> or the real housewives of New York. Yeah. No, actually it's pretty good. You should watch it. But no, I'm sure my, it will be. my favorite part is I don't remember how the game ends. So now it's like watching it again for the first time. Cause I know it's a really like good uh, ending, mm. but I'm like, I forget mm. how they wrap it all together. So I'm excited to, to keep watching it. That's great. Well, uh, that's been our episode. I was going to try and make some connection to forgetting how to wrap things up, but it's clear that I've done that successfully. <laughs> Wait, you <laughs> did it. Good job, actually. Nailed it. So uh, you can find us on Twitter at HomosphereX and Instagram at HomospherePodcast. Uh, make sure you send in those Scottish accents and let's... Uh, Scottish accents? Send in nope. your Scottish <laughs> accent. Not that one. Send Xavier! Your- <laughs> Not that one either. Send in your Scottish accent. All right. Better. Charles, sure. send me your Scottish accent. That's good. You just didn't. <laughs> Myra, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> your island's tiny. Uh, we'll be at FlameCon uh, in August 12th through the 13th. <laughs> Those are the dates. <laughs> sure. Just two dates. Well, yeah, we got, we got a panel. <laughs> we'll be doing fun stuff. And we can't wait to see you. Uh, we in the Sheraton Hotel. Let's do some coke. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's what? laughing, but he'll be doing cocaine. <laughs> uh, go see the Barbie movie. Bye, little homo. Bye. Bye. Bye.